I look like I'm hiding. That's a pretty tough picture, bro. Oh. Oh, shit. <coughs> hello. Hello, hello. Hello. This is Justin Smith of Palmetto Coast Exotics. And this is Jacob Bratz of JLB Morelia, and you are listening to the Herpeticulture Podcast. Yeah, go. What's going on, guys? This is what episode is this? This is 26. This is episode 26 of the Herpeticulture Podcast. My name is Jacob Bratz, JLB Morelia. I'm Justin Smith of Palmetto Coast Exotics here with my cheap bourbon and Coke. Cheap bourbon and Coke. And today we are joined by Mr. Scott Borden. How you doing there, Scott? What's up, fellas? Not a whole lot. It's been a been a long day. Work. Justin just got off. I think I got the whistling nose thing going on. You always have the whistling nose I do, thing going dude. on. I do, dude. I don't know if it's just because my nose is like super hairy inside or what, but... It's, that's too Jeez, much. You are Bigfoot, huh? <laughs> oh, God. Yes. Uh, first, first jab is like 45 <laughs> seconds in. It's already started. I love it. Man. Dude, I was dying when I made that picture. Bring it I, on, boy. I, I was crying, man. Easy. I will destroy don't, you. Don't go out of your league here, buddy. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, we'll have fun. Oh, man. So, what's been going on? Oh. <laughs> Struggling so hard right now. <laughs> you, you need to breathe, man. Did you just have your first sip of the bourbon? Is that what it, that No, was? it's like... I, no. I don't know what it is. He just sucks. Shut up. I hear you. That's all it is. So, what's going on on your side of the uh, of the United States? Uh, freezing, there? freezing cold. Freezing, freezing cold. And uh, how cold is it where you are now? Uh, let's see. This morning it was negative five when I went to work. It was great. Oh man, that's that's yeah. a that's a hard no. No. Yeah, it sucks. I take my chances with hurricanes. Thank you. It was. I hear you. Yeah. That's yeah. We usually seem to get pretty lucky on the hurricanes. We were talking about that in the cigar shop today, like in those places like Fargo, where it gets like crazy cold and there's like tons of snow. Something happens and you're by yourself living in one of those places. Like you might as well be on the moon. Like you're screwed. Yeah, you like something happens. Alcoholic. Something happens <laughs> <clears throat> medically. Like you know, you fall down some stairs and you can't get up. Whatever. Like you're stuck. You're screwed. You die a slow death. That's... Nah, it's all cultural, man. They're used to it. They everything's used to it out there. So yeah. I refuse to believe that. <laughs> that was, their, their emergency that services morbid. aren't like your guys' emergency services down there, you know? Yeah. You guys get, like, what, a half inch of snow and it's, like, the end of the world? Not even that. No, That's, like, once much. every ten years. Dude, if, when we get a half inch of snow, last year we got, The town like, shuts down. Last year we got, like, three inches and our whole town was down Everyone for, like, lost their a week, yeah. man. Yeah, that's nothing. That's a that's a, that's a a nice little day here. We had uh, ten inches the other day. It was great. Yeah, that's awesome. It's ridiculous. That's awesome. Yeah. Yep. Ridiculous. So, Whoa. tell us about yourself, Scott. What do you uh what do you do? What do you do for All the uh the, the little the little 3 minute intro. Oh yeah. Yep. Let's do it. Let's go. Who, what, when, yeah. where, well, why? Well, when I was a kid, um 
my uncle was the one who kind of uh, taught me to not be afraid of snakes and all that. Taught me how to catch milk snakes and all that shit locally. And uh, brought me and my brother to our first reptile show locally. Uh, we have a local one here. It's, it's tiny, man. It's really small. Like, smaller than Hamburg. I don't know if you guys have ever made it up to that. but Nope. It's like half the size of Hamburg, and that's not a real big show either. But, um, gotcha. but yeah, so he kind of instilled that seed in me, like, oh, the, take, took the fear away. And then uh, I forget what grade it was, but my parents, <laughs> they tried to bribe me to do better in school with, like, five bucks or some stupid thing like that. Mm-hmm. And uh, I was I, I remember my brother had gone with the Boy Scouts uh, or Club Scouts to, uh, to a, the local exotic pet store and, like, you know, they're checking out ball pythons and shit like that. And I remember that. And I was like, oh, I was like, well, I'll tell you what, I'll do better in school if I, uh, if you'll get me a pet snake. Well, I did a little better. They got me a pet snake, and then that shit snowballed like a motherfucker. Nice. <laughs> so, uh, so what was your first pet snake? What was that? Oh, ball python. I'm, I'm not, you know, I'm the normal ball python. Oh yeah, man. I that was that was my first snake. Well, technically, I had a corn. Okay, we got ice going. Justin's getting more to drink. Um, Jesus. <laughs> yeah, he's already done with his first one. He's going again. Good for him. <laughs> Good for him. Uh, my my hero. <laughs> uh, he said you're his hero. I'm going to get you fucked up at Southeast Carpet Fest because I can't get that messed up because we got to drive that night. But uh, I'm going to get you guys messed up. We'll have some fun. Oh, dude, for sure. We're uh, Me and Justin are camping out there that night, so... We're free to. Uh, I think I told free to partake. We were gonna broke back it. We're gonna broke back what? Wow. <laughs> <laughs> what? Wow. We're not even ten minutes in, and you guys were <clears throat> popping out some secrets here already. I love it. No, no, that no. I think I you. I think I said you'd be Big Spoon. <laughs> wow. But uh, yeah, no. So yeah, let's move on. Python, and then uh, second oh. snake was a bow constrictor. Nice. Um, and then I got my first carpet. So like 19 years ago, my first carpet was an IJ. Mm-hmm. And I said IJ. Nice. And I'm going to keep saying IJ. So. Pop one. <laughs> That's fine. I honestly Pop. don't care. But... If you say Pop One, you should just say Pop One Carpet. Blasphemer. But, yeah. But I, common I, names don't mean shit. So IJs, it's fine. It doesn't mean yeah, shit. But, I, um, I don't really care. Yeah, I, I, I got a few IJs. Or about three IJs, I think. And then... um. <clears throat> My fourth snake was a white lip. That was a terrible idea. I wasn't prepared for that. I was huh. a psycho bird-eating, full-grown female oh, geez. chainsaw. <laughs> <laughs> Dang. And then, uh, yeah, since then it's been it's been quite a trip. I've worked with a lot of shit. Did some uh, did some time with venomous for a while, and then uh, he did. Right he down. kept he kept squams at one point. Uh, yeah, I ooh. love Vathrus, man. They're 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 definitely one of my favorite genus of venomous. Uh, I had a gaboon. Uh, so I had a lot of I'll tell you the other my other favorite venomous. And I was just talking to a couple of friends about this the other day. Was uh, the red pygmies? I don't know if you got you guys got them right. Oh you, baby. man, yes. Mm, no, they're a little I, more North no, Carolina. No, no, not the red okay. ones. But we have pygmies. We have duskies. We have a lot of pygmies. But <clears throat> duskies yeah. are nice. But man, those reds. I yeah, had those a reds are a North Carolina yeah. thing. If I'm not I had mistaken. two babies of those for a while, and those things are just stupid, gorgeous, man. Just absolutely beautiful animals. Yeah. I so like them. if I ever, if I said if I ever got back into venomous, that would probably be like. Like the one thing I would want to get. Nice. I went. I went on a um, trip to Florida, a herping trip to Florida with a couple friends, and man, we found 
pygmy rattlesnakes out the ass, man. They were everywhere. We probably, I bet you in two days, we probably found over 20. Easy. I've never found one out Super and about. Super cool. Found well, I'm hoping to go to the Everglades the Monday after Carpet Fest. So, oh, uh, nice. That's good. Yeah, I'm working cool on some. Trip. I'm working on some things. I got someone who's. I might go to Crutchfields and check out Crutchfields and stuff oh, down that way. We'll see. Nice, man. That'll be sweet. Yeah, it'd be pretty neat. But, uh, but yeah, that's the uh, that's the upcoming and tons uh, tons of stuff we worked with. And I uh, I married I married a woman who put herself in the hobby. She loves animals and like starting to date me was like opening uh, Pandora's box of things that she could have so now, <laughs> now it's both of our it's yeah. both of our thing yeah that's, that's why awesome. we have a zillion geckos and shit oh man yeah that's awesome man that's you can't you can't ask for more in a relationship if you ask me that's uh that's pretty awesome it's a uh it's a it's a great thing and it's also a curse <laughs> <laughs> yeah me. there's nobody there's nobody smart enough to be like yeah let's not get this one <laughs> no there's not yeah no i feel that that's <laughs> that's funny uh, so what are you working with now? What's what's your kind of main focus, and where do you see your collection heading over the next you know couple years, several years? Oh, that's a pretty good question. Uh, my main focus for quite a long time now, and, and still is definitely jungles, jungle mm-hmm. carpet pythons. Um, but I have a pair of Malukan scrubs, pair of oh, <laughs> I hope hope a pair of white lifts. That's a whole different story. And then a pair <laughs> of savus, and. We have a few ball pythons. That's basically her her snakes. Right. Um, and then yeah, there's geckos. There's monitors here. There's it's it's a zoo here. But <laughs> uh, snake wise, most most of the uh, most of the snake projects are made. Most of the gecko, all the gecko projects are her. So yeah, I got you. I got you. For sure. Because you guys donated uh, Clemeri. Yeah, she donated. I donated a hundred dollar voucher, yeah. which would be for jungles or whatever. And then yeah, she donated the Clemeri because those things they just breed constantly and lay eggs constantly. This is we need to plug Carpet Fest. Oh yeah. Before Ian <laughs> finds us. <laughs> uh, yeah. So uh, yeah, we'll just throw that throw that February in February ninth. It's coming Nose, up, guys. Florida. Before we forget, all three of us are going to be there. Uh, it's next weekend. Pia like, and Cody Bartolini's place in Melrose, Florida. Terrestrial and Arboreal. Got auction items up. They're supposed to be releasing the third batch, which is like 60 more items. Yeah. I want to say... Today or tomorrow, right? Yeah. I think so. Today or tomorrow. Uh, it's coming soon, but there's a lot of <laughs> items up, guys. This has been a record-breaking year for... We're over 12,000. For any carpet fest. So far, yeah. Yeah, We're freaking killing it. It's been awesome. Uh, we passed our shirt goal, like like we said last week. Um, it's it's been awesome. The support has been great. Um, all the all the funds from the um, auctions. the auctions are going to uh, the Nido Virus Research. Um, I think it's going to three separate colleges At or least, four. I think it was, it was three or four separate colleges. Four-ish is what I'm thinking. Yeah, but they're going. All the money is going towards that. Um, all the shirt money went to not, USR. Yeah, and they're not even done with the auction items yeah, yet. So. No, there's still a lot. And Which, it doesn't, it doesn't end until like, Carpet yeah, Fest. Yeah, like so. come the Carpet Fest, though, it's going to be... Who knows? Cre- like, there's going to be so much stuff. Yeah. <clears throat> That's a lot of stuff. It's going to be a long night. I'm pretty sure we're yes. going to spend the entire night just going doing the auction because it's going to take them that long to get through it at Carpet Fest. Yeah, yeah. probably. <laughs> it's going to be a long night, but I'm looking forward to it. 
Uh, anybody? I'm trying to decide if I'm gonna drink or not. Oh, dude. No, no, we're making that decision for you. You're drinking. Like yeah, heavily drinking is dude, what I'm saying. Though. That's we're going. It's going down, dude. <laughs> it's, it's happening. It's gonna be. A, it's gonna be a time. We'll cross that bridge when we come to it. How about yeah. that? But I'm getting ready to. I'm ready to kick everybody's butt at cornhole. <clears throat> Tell you right now. I bet you are, Joe Dirt. That's right. So yeah, be there, be square. Southeast Carpet Fest, February ninth. Only comes once a year, just like Santa. Question: Are you guys going to Northeast Carpet Fest? I am planning on it. Make it happen. I'm almost 100% going. I've already planned out the trip and everything. I, I would like to. But I, it's that's I you, you need to make the pilgrimage, man. That's uh the OG chapter. Uh, <clears throat> we we throw down up there, man. I, mean, I sure. want to go it's just to see Eric's party. stuff. Yeah, I'm uh I'm really looking forward to it. Um luckily I have <clears throat> luckily I work 4 10-hour days on my work week, so I get Fridays off. And I can make a three-day weekend out of it. It's about a ten-hour drive from where I'm at, but I'm willing to do it. I mean, Tampa's six. Yeah, so it's really not that much farther. Not but that much. but the actual shows in Melrose, so that's only four. Right. In actuality, but we're going to Tampa. We're gonna go hang out with Billy Hunt. Yeah, shout out Billy Hunt, letting us crash at his place Friday night. Yeah, uh, we're some cigar ha- shops. We're gonna hang out with him, mm. hit some cigar shops, record his collection, all that good stuff. Probably drink. Probably. More. This weekend's going to be... I'm just not like... I'm not a huge drinker. <laughs> Could have fooled me. I know. I'm just not... I don't know. I'm, the binge drinking thing was fun for the first like year. And then I was like, yeah, okay. well, Going back to being a 90-year-old man. One one night or two nights. <clears throat> I don't yeah, want to make... Just wait until you go to Carpet Fest. See what, see what the... Yeah. Uh, Here's the issue, okay... There was one time, <laughs> and I don't want this to happen again. Oh, boy. Big old bottles of Fireball were like $20 oh, on man. sale at the liquor store, so I got one. I mean, we're talking about like the handle, like yeah, the big like bottle. The big, big one. I drank yeah. probably yeah, well, half that's, that That's thing. your first mistake, drinking that garbage. Yeah, well, <laughs> I was This was I was like Bratz's age, I think. <laughs> Somewhere around there. Jesus, you guys are horrible. You guys are savage to each other. I love it. I don't know who's I don't know who's worse, you guys or uh, Eric and Owen to each other, but I don't know. We can take well, a poll. apparently Owen and uh, Justin <clears throat> are the Sasquatches. Me and uh, me and Eric are the, the hobbits. Uh, the hobbits. It makes sense. Yeah, I, yeah. I, I see where you guys are going with it's us. Fitting. So, nah. but <laughs> regardless, I drank like half that bottle, and I'm not even kidding. I was in the backyard. Weren't you fighting a tree? I was eating leaves off a tree. <laughs> That's right. And I was, you're I saying was, you were a dinosaur. I was thoroughly convinced that I was a brontosaurus from Jurassic Park. Dude, there is there's entertaining stories about quite a few of us with Northeast Carpet Fest, including Eric, including Owen, including myself, more than a few times, and multiple of us. So don't don't feel bad. We've all I just, dude, I am so looking forward to Northeast Carpet Fest. That's. That's gonna be awesome. Uh, yeah, I, I'm hoping this year I'm not sick. I, me and my wife had just—we literally got off a plane from Mexico and like the next day went to Carpet Fest, and uh, we were like absolutely, deathly sick. So like, Jeez. it was terrible. I couldn't drink. Like we, it was bad. That sucks. Yeah, it's not good. But, so. Mexico. Yeah, I'm going yeah. to. I'm going actually going to the Dominican Republic uh, March 5th. That's nice. That's my first time leaving. When do you come back? Uh, March 12th. Crap. Why? 
because March 9th is like, wait, no, no, March is like the early March is like the one year. Oh, the one year anniversary of our podcast. Yeah. Shed, sheds tear. Mm-hmm. Anyway, so back on track with our original topic. Which was, are we still talking about Carter yeah. Fest? No, we? we're talking about uh, Mr. Borden here All right. in his collection. So Scott, continue where you picked up. Picked or right. left off. That's that's the right word. Yeah. Oh, I don't know. What do you guys want to talk about? Well, uh, yes. Tell us about some of your jungle projects, real quick. <laughs> oh, nice. That's very nice. He's like, <laughs> he's like, let's talk about two things real quick and then talk Malukins. Yes. <laughs> let's do um, that. Uh, the jungles these days. Uh, I actually took this year off breeding them. Okay. Uh, I, I I was saying I was I'm. I'm kind of semi-retired in carpets. Like, uh, I'm pretty much only gonna do jungles, I think, and I'm not breeding like heavily. But um, I do miss it this year. Like, everyone's like breeding and stuff right now, and I'm seeing. I'm like, oh fuck, I do miss it. Like, mm-hmm. I've I, none of my jungles are paired. It's nothing's going on. My like, shit, this is this is weird. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but for um, sure. I got I got some cool stuff growing up right now. Um, a lot of uh, Mike Curtin blood, because he's a really good friend of mine. So buying snakes with him from him yeah, was yeah. always uh, it was always easy. And then I got some other some other nice stuff, um, black For and sure. yellow. But we'll see. I'm I'm on the fence. I'm gonna breed jungles next season. I think I'm on the fence of who I'm pairing with who. Mm-hmm. Um, How many do you I have? Mi- Oh shit! <laughs> I don't know. Uh, no, like pairs, not, like actually, adult, no, breeding, breedable many, adults. Like, I have a smaller collection than a lot of people think, but like jungle-wise, uh, just adults and holdbacks. Right now, we won't include the 18s because I, I still have plenty of those. But um, let's see: one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine. I think okay. nine. Nine animals that are adults or, or young adults or young. The youngest out of those nine or so, nine or eleven would be um, 2017s. Yeah, I okay. had a couple 2017s. Nice. So not a huge collection. I sold actually a couple, uh, downsized, and um, I wanted to diversify because, like I said, I actually had a, I had a female that was oh she was gorgeous, but. I had a lot of scattershot blood already, so I was like, "Shit!" Like, yeah, I need to I need to diversify a little bit. So I sold her, and I sold an adult male that didn't quite turn out how I would have liked. And um, I actually do have uh, money already paid for a baby male from somebody. I'm not going to go into detail about that yet, but yeah, I do. I have bought the first. It's the first snake that's coming in this house in a while, man. Holy cow! But uh, he'll he'll be coming in the spring. Pretty stoked about it. So yeah, man, whoop, whoop. sounds awesome. Super cool. Yeah, jungles are fun. Jungles are freaking easy. Easy to keep. Not huge. Uh, they're not really aggressive once they get a little older. And then mm-hmm. at least breeding them in my setup, like it's it's not that hard. It, if you just have them used to your room and like they're used to the cycle of the seasons and you and everything else uh i find they breed pretty easy but yeah i'm working on a, i'm actually working on a finishing a blog like just going over all the things i do with care and breeding of them actually how's that been going the uh the blogs yeah that's uh that's cool man like that's something 
I just decided one day, I said, you know what, like, no one really does it. Mm-hmm. Like, a few people will do it on their websites, and there's a few places for blogs, but, like, how many blogs are you going to see, like, on Ball Python Care or Bearded Dragon Care? Yeah. So, uh, I don't know, it just, I, I just said, you know, I'm just going to do it, like, fuck every, what everybody thinks. Mm-hmm. Uh, just going to put my thoughts on on the on paper so to speak and go from there and it just turned into me writing about a lot of these uh these ideas i had in my head and then uh so this year i'm kind of going away from that i'm gonna try to do like more more stuff that's useful like discuss this different aspects of care or uh trying to do some species vlogs like i said I'm i'm gonna do jungles that's coming out soon and then uh I kind of want to have talk to a few people and get some guest bloggers to do their their own species of specialty and stuff like that. Sweet. <clears throat> yeah. Very it's cool. been a trip. It's been interesting. It's an interesting uh interesting thing for sure. That's awesome, man. But the feed the feedback's been pretty pretty positive about it, so that's what's keeping me going with it. Yeah, for sure. That po- positive feedback is always a big thing when it comes to to doing something like, you know, a blog or a podcast or YouTube videos, you know, if you get that positive feedback, it really help, helps you motivate yourself to, to keep pushing for it. You know what I mean? It's all the same shit. It's all content. Mm-hmm. It's just a matter yeah. of what you're doing. And, uh, that's, I mean, you guys, I know, uh, I know at least Justin pays attention to Gary Vee. So I realized no one was doing, uh, yeah. written, no one does any written content. Mm-hmm. Um, not really. Cause the forums are, mostly dead uh and then facebook is facebook's a different animal that you lose <laughs> a lot of that you can't go back to it after yeah. a while so i said i said <laughs> maybe i'll start a blog and uh that was kind of the motivating factor was nobody really does writing content a lot for sure and they certainly aren't doing it that well distribution wise and stuff so that's that's why people get mad at me every other week or so when i put a blog out and i post it in every facebook group and everywhere i can but. See, like, I don't do that with this. Like, I sometimes want to, but then I'm like, no. I don't know. I just, like, the, the whole, like, reason, throwing it everywhere, just I'm kind of like, ah, I don't know that I want to. But, like, but it works. At the same time, you know, it's like, do it's... I really care, like, if someone gets pissed? Because, I, I mean, granted, I'm in way less Facebook groups because I left a lot of them, and I'm left, like, all the Conjure groups practically except MVF and... Yeah, see, know, first just... off, I don't, I don't give a fuck if I piss people off. It's happened <laughs> plenty of times. Yeah, but uh, it's it's second off. It's it's funny. I actually, I'm kind of like you. Like the, all the groups, man. There's so many groups, but a lot of them are shit. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and um, well, the thing is, is like every all of them have the same people in them. Well, yeah. there's that. It, it, there is that. But the other problem is, I so I came up upon this problem. I said, man, I'm writing these blogs on on these ideas, but I felt like they weren't getting in front of the people that really need to see them mm-hmm. in some of these groups. Because like you know, I could post it in, in the Carpet Python group. Or, well, actually, no, that's that's a different group. But I can part, post it in Rally Pick of the Week. I can post it in Positive Pythons. I can post it here and there. And, like, you know, a lot of the people that are good keepers, like, all these ideas and stuff, yeah, they'll read them and stuff, but th- they necessarily need to see them. So I started joining a lot of other groups because I found, oh, you could just turn off notifications so I don't have to see, like, 100 mm-hmm. bearded, bearded Dragon Mommies every day. And uh, I'll tell you, over time, I found I've kind of been deleted from some of these groups because some of these people don't like to hear the truth. But <laughs> <laughs> yeah. it is what it is. You know, it is what it is. Yeah. 
do what we can, man, to try and help people. Just... But the other thing is with the blog is, um, so like if you guys post a YouTube video, you're going to get some organic reach with reptile people. Like that's not going to happen with the blog on that app. So that's why I share it everywhere. Right, exactly. There's zero organic reach on that website. <clears throat> so Definitely. Everything's moving to Facebook. Like, websites are uh, becoming yeah, not, more and we'll more see. irrelevant. Facebook sucks these days, so we'll see. I deleted it off my phone, and it's been amazing, honestly. Like, it actually feels legitimately good to be out of the loop and not know I what's going you. on. Like, I still have Messenger. I still have the Pages Manager. But just not, like, knowing that I don't know what's happening currently, like, in that moment. It's, like, it's nice. I, I found myself at a crossroad one point where I was, like, I either am going to do, like, I'm just going to completely disappear from this shit and just keep you know or i'm gonna double down and try to try to make it a positive impact with everything and obviously i doubled down and <laughs> now i write a blog and my buddy and i started the youtube and just doubling down on everything trying to mm -hmm. make a positive impact instead of being like some of the some of the old timers like guys will just disappear off facebook yep. and I, that's man more power to you. that's awesome like that's I think more people more people should try to get off social media and just play with their animals instead of looking for likes. The more time I spend on there, the more I realize why guys do that. Yeah, mm -hmm. sure. I get it. I get it fully. Like I said, I came to that crossroads and I almost did it, but I just decided I was like, eh. I mean, I'll just I'll just double down and mm -hmm. do what I can to make a positive impact. That's all I'm trying to do. For sure, man. And that that's that's all we can do is 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 try and that's why we do the podcast just to try and help you know anybody how we can and give our honest advice and opinions on certain matters of keeping and et cetera, et cetera. well at you the know, very podcast, at the very least it's huge. a distraction yeah. from work or driving or whatever you're doing podcasts are huge man like big ups to you guys big ups to all the other podcasts because that is like the and i've been telling people that's the number one way to learn right now because mm -hmm. first off it's easy to listen like like you said put it on while you're driving commuting cleaning the reptile room mm -hmm. it's it's there's no friction to the the absorbing of information and then um <clears throat> like i like listening to podcasts about everything because you can you can apply you, you can apply information talking to uh or hearing a uh, a keeper on something else completely mm -hmm. different and then apply that to to your situation yeah. whatever you're keeping and that's I've learned I've learned a lot of things that way. So, podcasts are huge right now. I'm really really positive on that. Yeah, it's fun. Absolutely. It's easy. I think that's yeah. why a lot of people don't do it is they think it's difficult and it's I mean it's really not. I mean, I couldn't set all this up. No way. Well, maybe I say that because I was somewhat <laughs> familiar with all this know, stuff before you know we what, started this. Yeah, but. you say it's easy because you've been doing it for a while. Well, I mean, I mean once you figure it out, it's a breeze, dude. Well, yeah, that you can say that with almost anything though. Yeah. Yeah. So learn. <laughs> you want to be a rocket scientist? Go to space camp. Exactly. That's what I'm saying. You just have to learn how to do it. It's easy. We're saying the same thing. I just think that people think that there's some sort of technological secret that you have to know. And it's pretty rudimentary. It's not bad. Deal with it, brats. <laughs> hey, dude. I'm, I'm just saying. <laughs> Uh, YouTube's anyways. even like that. YouTube, the YouTube has been uh, 
not challenging. It's just uh, it's different for me because I I feel like that's my that's probably my weakest point. Mm-hmm. Like I, I like doing podcasts, and I've done that. It's, I feel a little easier, but you know, filming yourself is kind of something you got used to. You get and, used to uh, that after yeah, a while. I, oh I'm yeah, you definitely get used to it. The few episodes that we've done on for our YouTube channel, man, I just feel I feel weird being in front of a camera. Like I, I stutter a whole lot more when I I'm on it. here. It's fine, but when I'm in front of the camera, I, I, I'm behind I, the I, camera I, watching I, you squirm. I can't do it, man. It's bad. Yeah, that's it's it's funny. My my partner on the YouTube channel, Dan Liebel, um, he's a good dude, and he does education. Like he does education in schools. And, and colleges and stuff like that and dude is funny as fuck but he's cool because he, he's funny but he's also uh he has uh, a college background so he's got like the scientific background so mm-hmm. like he's he can he can work that where he's educating you but he's doing it in such a fun way mm-hmm. which is why he was the perfect person to partner with it but even me and him have been even doing this is different than doing that it's it's you know filming yourself is different than being in the moment with the animals you know, mm-hmm. in front of a, a an audience. I don't know. I but, think uh, it's almost a little easier because. No, nah, dude. Just, I, you I'm, can just reshoot it. No, I agree. I'm way better in front of people than I am in front of a camera. I, don't I think know. it depends uh, on the person. Yeah. Like, I tried, oh, yeah, I sure. tried doing the education shit in front of people, and I suck at it. <laughs> <laughs> That's why I don't yeah. do it. I mean, not, that and also my animals almost—they don't leave the house really. Right. Yeah, like, honestly, I that's why I really whenever I have done education stuff, it's never really been with animals. Like I volunteered at a place uh teaching some stuff about just wildlife management when I was in college at a at a home for um abused uh children and uh I did a I, talk I at a nursing home. Nice. But yeah, I did stuff I did, it was easier doing stuff with them and then I I've done stuff for, you know, in college and whatnot, presenting. But I did it. <laughs> Congrats. It's completely off the cuff. I'm, yeah, prou- I'm proud of you. I, I don't know. It was just, I, I was told it was one I, thing, and then I showed up, and it was I, something else. And so I was like, okay, I guess be, we're doing it. I don't I know. I supposed to be impressed, or... Because I'm, I'm not. I'm just... I'm, <laughs> That's what I thought. Shut up. Okay. Just shut up and sit in your corner. Okay. All right. Gosh. Have fun talking to Scott. I'm going to go get another <laughs> drink. I don't need you. Yes, yes. Just by myself. <laughs> hey, make me one. No. How about that? I'm out of Coke. Damn you. So then, man, I'll just drink the bourbon. I don't see what the problem is. Man up and drink the bourbon, he said. Fuck. What? He said, man up and drink the bourbon. I mean, I got a little bit of Coke left, but only enough for one more drink. Oh, okay. He's got a little bit of Coke left. I don't have any Red Bull left. Drink all that. Sheesh. Alright, so I guess uh, I say we jump into your your big project with the uh, Malukins. <laughs> Not a big project. It's only a pair. Hey, it's big. <laughs> it's cool. It's awesome. They're scrubs. I don't care. I don't want no scrubs. Dude, uh, scrubs are... He's out of control, man. Dude. Dude. He's hanging out the passenger side of his best friend's ride, trying to haul up for me. <laughs> see, this is what yeah, I deal right. with when he drinks. Do you, you see what? Do you see what happens? This, uh. Yeah, you're right. You're definitely gonna be able to not drink at Carpet Fest. <laughs> this guy's this guy's gonna be two drinks in and uh, doing all kinds of stuff. 
Trust me, when the peer pressure starts, it's game on. Continue. Dude. Anyways, but, uh, so Malukins, how's that going? Malukins, Malukins are. Uh, oh man, I love the Malukins. I would take Malukins over Boldines Pythons any day. Whoa, Whoa. that's a big statement. Yeah, that's a, that's well, a they're big overrated. One. I mean, Boldines are overrated. Really? You think that, so? Now let me cl- hold on. Let me clarify that because. Like I'm cool with like Ari and all them guys and Keith and, and like I have no I have no disrespect. Don't for anger them. the demigods. No, like, no, no, those guys are those guys are awesome. But yeah, let me clarify when I say that because I've said that online for the shock factor a few times. But uh, no, Bolians are awesome, man. They're they're overrated the way LeBron James is overrated. Like, the way Cuban awesome. cigars are overrated. Yeah, like they're awesome. They're badass. Don't get me wrong, but like people are people are obsessed with them because other people are obsessed with them because other people are obsessed with them. And they're like this holy grail that everybody thinks they need. Mm-hmm. But um, no, they're cool snakes. But I just like to, uh, sure. you know, I like to stir the pot a little bit. But no, like I'll, <laughs> I, w- I would still take the Malukins over them. Uh, I just sure. love the Malukins. Uh, the first time I ever really got to hold the Malukin was ICAST. I don't remember when the hell that was now. They Two need years to bring back. that back. I wish they'd bring that back. I was I'm mad that I only went to one day of it because my at the time my brother lived just outside of uh, DC so and that was just north of Baltimore so I went down for the Saturday of that I think and then I left that night and went to my brother's house and spent like a few days down there with him and, and my sister-in-law visiting but um, <clears throat> Owen was there with uh, one of his and Chris Foley's at the time him and Chris were partners and they were there with. Uh, a lot, multiple other snakes, white lips and stuff too. But he, uh, he's like, oh, have you ever hold held a uh, scrub python? And I had seen like bar necks and stuff. And I'm like, fuck, I never held one. I'm like, he's like, here. And he puts one of his Malukins in my hands, and the thing was freaking awesome. And uh, so, like, I fell in love right there, love at first sight. But Malukins aren't the easiest thing to come by. Mm-mm. So, no, like, definitely not. <laughs> Oh, they're actually harder now. Like, they're really hard to come by now. Yeah. But, um, so, like, it, it's funny. Like, sometimes, especially if you keep a, a, a decent reputation and decent set of friends and you just put things out there, like, pe- people will do the work for you. And, like, I, I, I was walking through White Plains and uh, the person I bought Midas from was vending with, uh, or at least at Matt Lacoste's table. I don't know if you guys know Matt at all, but he used to read carpets and stuff. Mm-hmm. And uh, he, the, the the kid that was with him was like, hey, he he was actually at ICAST, and he says, did you still want a Malukin? I said, motherfucker, don't do this. I said, don't, <laughs> don't, don't, don't do it. You're the I devil. Said, don't, yeah, don't come tempting me. Don't do this. And I said, I said, well, I said, how much? And I'm not going to tell you how much it was, but let's just say it was the stupidest price you'll ever hear on a Malukin python oh for gosh. years to come, I promise you. So it was that price that was like, well, there's no way I can say no. Yeah. So I went home and figured it out, and uh, yep, I got Midas. That was my male. Mm-hmm. And that was supposed to only be like a pet. I was like, fuck, I just want one. Like, this is cool. And <laughs> again. When as, was that that you got the first one? Fuck, when was that? It's going back a few years. It wasn't super long after ICAST, because ICAST was like one summer. And I think it was like January, uh, the next January. So a few months later, when was I cast? Maybe six years ago now. Yeah, five or six years mm-hmm. ago, something like that. And um, so I got Midas, 
And, uh, dude, Malukans are awesome. Like, they're not typically aggressive. I mean, I've known of a couple that, like, my buddy Chris Foley's had that are, like, nasty. Mm-hmm. But typically they're not. They have a huge food response, uh, way worse than carpets. It, it's very typical to carpets, but you it takes longer to turn that switch off. Mm-hmm. So you have to watch them a little bit. Like, it takes... I don't know if it takes a carpet five seconds to, to shut the food response off. It takes a Baluk in like 30 seconds sometimes. Yeah. Yeah. Like they, they keep biting and then it's like, Oh, okay. Jeez. I'm not eating. Yeah. But, um, <laughs> so again, the way things, the way things happen is funny. Sometimes, uh, I had a, a Facebook friend of mine message me and he had had, I think a pair or maybe one Malukin that had passed away and he bought another pair. And I think the the male had passed away, so he had the female left. So he messaged me, and he's like, hey, man, like, I got this female Malukin trying to sell her. Do you want her? Uh, I was like, dude, I was like, oh, yeah, but I have no space, and I have no money. So I was laying in bed with my girlfriend, and I was like, oh, I'm showing her pictures. I'm like, oh, look at this snake. So she went behind my back and decided it was going to be my birthday Christmas present. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> Yeah, so she made this whole, like, thing about going, she went She went all the way to Syracuse, like, five-hour drive to pick it up from him, mm-hmm. and, uh, again, the price was more than fair, and she was, uh, she had to be, like, a year and a half old, maybe, at that point, mm-hmm. young, and, uh, yeah, I came, I came home from work that night, and she's like, oh, your present's here, and I fucking walk in my room, and there's, I knew, I knew exactly who she got it from, as soon as I saw it, I said, holy shit, you went to Clay's, and she's like, yeah. I said, oh, my God. It's funny. After that, everyone's like, dude, you need to put a ring on it. So <laughs> she's my, she, she my wife now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, man. That's – wow, that's awesome. That's that's, but, uh, that's, a, that's a good wife you got there, man. <laughs> yeah, no, she's, she's, she's incredible. That's and, awesome. Um, so, yeah, man, Malukins uh, – I consider them probably the third toughest python species to breed, I, I think, at this point. Mm-hmm. First has got to be Helmahara. Yeah, for sure. It's, it's only happened once. Right, <laughs> absolutely. <laughs> and then, obviously, Bolines yeah. are second. They're, they're, they're tough, man. Like, shout-out to Ari and, or Ari and, uh, and Keith, like, and the guys in the trenches with that shit, man, because yeah. they're tough. That's a big project. That's oh, a... man, it's... I'll tell you, like, it's incredible. Like, I, I actually pay a lot of attention to the conversations over there because it's very similar to the things going on with the Malukans. Mm-hmm. So, and, and Malukans are right behind them. And uh, so I grew them up slowly. And it was last last year, uh, I posted pictures to Persephone, and David's like, David Means is like, he messaged me. He's like, so are you going to breed them this year? I was like, I don't know. I kind of wanted to give her another year. She was about four and a half or five mm-hmm. and a half years old. I said, eh. so I don't know. I was going to give her another year. And he says, dude, she's big enough. Like, pair him up. And then, uh, like, two weeks later, Chris Foley, who is, who is David's partner these days uh, with the, the scrub mm-hmm. the scrub stuff, he's, he's a good friend of mine. He came up to uh, spend the weekend because he's from uh, down by D.C., Maryland area. Mm-hmm. So he walked in the room, and he's like, fuck yeah, dude. He's like, pair these things up. So the only trouble was, the other problem was, uh, we had literally been in my house a year, 
So we had just moved them a year prior. And, like, scrubs are weird. Like, I think especially Malukans, they really need to be set up for a while and really cycle to the room, cycle to everything. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, the first year I didn't really get much. Uh, I mean, there's a lot of good signs. And, again, I'm going through the signs again, but we'll see what happens. They're, they're extremely difficult to breed. And uh, they're not hard to keep. I think the biggest problem with them is overfeeding mm-hmm. and overheating. I feel like <clears throat> I feel like overfeeding is a big thing with uh, a lot of scrub everything? pythons. Yeah, everything. well, yes, everything, <laughs> everything. But yeah, scrub pythons. That's that's a. <laughs> you guys, if you guys spend time time in the carpet python groups, and anytime someone's like, "Oh, let's see your big carpets," oh yeah, ninety five percent of those are obese carpets. Absolutely. Let's see your carpets that'll die prematurely. Yeah, yeah. It's, Share your so, pictures. It's bad. <laughs> but uh, dude, I, oh, man, Malukins, I've done more. Like I've done so much research. I've talked to everybody that will talk to me trying to nail things down mm-hmm. and the more the more i look in the more things i look into it's like the more questions i have <laughs> mm-hmm. so and what is sure. it that's difficult about them is it just getting them like actually interested in one another is it the... fuck no they'll bone the crap out of each other it's just really? getting eggs and stuff at least in, in at least in my my experience from what i've understand a, a lot of scrubs are they're pretty active breeders um, so that was my first last year when I paired them up for the first time. That was like the nervous moment, right? So like yeah, the first time you pair any pair of snakes mm-hmm. is always like nerve wracking. So I took them, um, I took them both out of the cage, their cages, and put them in uh, like a big tote. So mm-hmm. you know neither one's, it's neither one of their cage and neutral stuff territory. Like that. Yeah, and dude, it was like instantaneous. Like I see Midas is is. Uh, starting to uh tickle her a little bit with his uh spurs and i'm like holy shit he's spurring her like mm. that was quick like this is good signs and dude i got man i got probably a dozen locks that i've witnessed last year and, uh, so that's that's the easy part um the hard part is the rest man that is getting the female's body to do the right you know to do the cycling the mm. right way i guess but um to get her to actually cycle yeah, I mean, yeah. so last year, and I and I was talking to David a lot along the way, and, and other people, and Keith Keith was pairing his last year, and Josh Wenzel, I think he did his last year too, and then, um, you know, it, like there was lots of good signs. It seems like she grew follicles. I suck at palpating, so mm-hmm. <laughs> that's pretty much useless. Yeah. Not only that, but she she tightens up. Like she's they're very muscular snakes, so right. like. It's it's a pain to even try. Like I can't do it with a fucking ball python, let alone a scrub python <laughs> that's trying to hold on to stuff. Yeah, yeah. But um, I actually just had a moment the other day that happened last year where my wife walks in the room and goes, "She's fucking huge," and I'm like, "Oh Christ!" Like I'm trying not to even see what you're seeing. But um, mm-hmm. yeah, I, I think there's follicular development. Um, it's just which which seems to be pretty common mm-hmm. uh, it's just getting that that last little bit ovulation and then from what I, I think also I think there's more to figure out because any of the clutches you see it seems like there's not a, a pretty good ratio of good eggs to bad eggs it's like oh three three good eggs and like ten slugs or right. 
things of that nature. So I think even even at this point, even if we start getting some clutches, I think there's going to be a little more figuring out. Uh, there's going to be some more fine tuning to get things just right. Right. But uh, well. dude, that hours and hours of research into the islands they're from. Yeah. Which are at, uh, the two islands, the two main islands are Ambon and Sarum, uh over in the Maluku uh, chain of islands. Uh, you know, looking at the, the, the animals that are there for food, the, uh, the temperatures, uh, the weather, every detail possible. But it's tough, right? So uh, we had a good conversation about white lips on the uh, Morelia forums some years ago where we discussed like, so the weather stations are usually in cities, right? Mm-hmm. So you're on your phone, you click the weather for that place. Well, you're getting the weather for maybe in the city, but up in the mountain where the snakes might be, the weather could be completely fucking different. Oh yeah, absolutely. It could be colder. So like, these are things like you guys can look at your, your apps on your phone for the weather website data, but you got to take into consideration sometimes, not all the time, but sometimes where the weather data is coming from compared to where the animals are right so like the problem is which is where when it comes to bolines like you got to give just stupid amount of credit to ari like the man is going over there every year twice a year or once or twice a year and like boots on the ground figuring shit out yeah for sure that, that's not happening for the the malukans so mm-hmm. like there's very little uh in situ information i can really get <clears throat> i was told there was pictures of uh wild wild animals in situ but i don't know i haven't gotten the uh i haven't been a- allowed to see them yet <laughs> <laughs> i got you yeah Jeez. um but so i have a few theories on them i think that like i said i think temperature has been a big issue i think scrubs scrubs traditionally have been kept too hot uh, you're finding a lot of people are keeping them just a touch cooler now and then, uh, like I said, the feeding, I think a lot of people overfed scrubs so many times. Mm-hmm. Like there's, I see Malukans like pictures and I'm like, fuck, like that's a big animal. And I, I, I took the gamble and, and have grown mine much smaller than that. Uh, and Malukans are a smaller species of scrub python, aren't they? Depends, depends who you want to listen to and what you want to look at. Mm-hmm. I, I, I listen to you. <laughs> sure. I mean, if you go you by me, know. it's, I, I think you're going to do better off if you keep them smaller. Right. Uh, the hard thing is, so like every species is going to have a bell curve, right? So you're going to have some exceptionally large animals. You're going to have some exceptionally small animals genetically. Sure. Right. And then you're going to have that, that main area of that main average. Right. So according to the i think the barker's book the uh the largest malukan on record was one that was killed by hunters on uh i want to say sarum which is the bigger the bigger island it was like 12 foot 9 inches okay yeah that's a that's a big fucking malukan that's, a, that's now, a big animal yeah that's an old animal a big animal yeah. now there is there is some monsters like that that have been out there in captivity that people have grown up um but i, I and I know that there has been success with a couple of large animals like that. But you look at other information, and I know of multiple smaller females, and typically the males are bigger than females. Uh, males on the book are supposed to be average about 8 foot female, a little bit smaller than that. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I'm going to say both mine are smaller than that. Midas is not 8 foot. I can guarantee you that. <laughs> so he's probably 6 and a half to 7. 
Right. And then Persephone is maybe six inches smaller. She's caught up to him. She's probably six inches smaller than him, maybe. It's it's really close. Right. But, um, yeah, I, I, I did a lot of discussion with Dave and Means, and I was like, man, I was like, I think these things need to be a little bit smaller, or at least not overfed. Right. Like, if you feed the animal at a normal rate and it still grows huge because its genetics are there for that, then, you know, that is what it is. Yeah, but that's... if you feed and the thing's a massive, you know, things thicker than a big brettles or co- coastal, uh, I, I think more, you're going to have less success with that than you will with a leaner, lean scrub. Yeah, I feel like it's it's like that with, you know, with carpets. It's like when I hear about a eight nine foot you know coastal coastal carpet you know i'm like that's that's huge like that, that's insane i know coastals are larger of the uh of the spilotas but that's uh, they eight nine foot is huge for it so it, it happens the, with, yeah with the problem the problem is not as often as you're going to see pictures of those animals because the five percent that genetic have the genetics and the structure for that, the the other ninety five percent is overfeeding. Exactly, and that, that's what I'm getting at. I feel like it's the it's, snake has no it's neck. The same it literally aspect. just goes from like nose, <laughs> it's like all back one nose, side. and then it's all the same. Yep. So I, I have my first jungle breeding was in two thousand six or seven, mm-hmm. and. Um, those those animals were perfect size at that point. My problem was after that I fed them too much. Mm-hmm. I was feeding way too much, doing the old one a week or like something like that. Or yeah. I was feeding way too much. So now I have <clears throat> their their old school VPI jungles, and uh, the male just passed away last year from cancer, unfortunately, mm. fifteen years old. But uh, the female's still here, and she's a seven foot monster. Wow, and that's and that's too big for a jungle. Like, that's there, huge there is, for a jungle. Now yeah. she's 15 years old. Yeah, she's a big girl. She's old, um, but I know that the way I fed her after she laid her first clutch played into that. Mm-hmm. So I haven't been able to reproduce. I tried for years to get them to reproduce after that, and it just never worked. Wow. Um, now my jungles since then, since I've learned and all that much smaller like five and a half foot are the females probably six foot tops yeah way leaner um i've had far more success with them i mean calypso two years in a row and then last year suna eternally incubated all that so nice yeah that's awesome man my the my female that just laid eggs for me my uh my pop one carpet she was how how big do you think she was? She is just in four foot, maybe. If that. Yeah, she's not a big animal, but she just laid me nine eggs. You know, it's she did perfect. You uncovered so. her, and I was like, "That's it." She's tiny. <laughs> she's tiny, but she laid a, an awesome clutch, man. She's perfectly healthy. Not a eggs were bigger than her. My females are like that too. When I did IJ, it's probably four and a half foot. Yeah. I would say. My they sm- don't have to be huge. I no. mean, age, I forget age, how small age. they are. Yeah, age she, is important. She's she's four years old. Yeah, so she's she. My freaking female Biox like twice her size. Yeah, I got into an argument a long time ago with a, a ball python breeder about age versus um, versus weight, and he was telling me, "Oh, they're bringing in, you know, six month to a year old females at such and such weight." I said, "Wait a second, you're telling me these wild caught animals are." Thirty year old is how the fuck do you know that you have the hatch date? Yeah, 
Yeah. But uh, no, my my argument's always been age has to matter. Biologically, it always matters. Oh yeah, and, I I one hundred percent agree. I was like, if age doesn't matter, I said, then please tell me who's breeding Sabus at like a year and a half and things of uh, like Reddles, you know. Yeah, help me crack <laughs> that code. Yeah, help me crack that. Where age, you know, but um. I, and I think that has a lot to do with scrubs too. I think the problem with For scrubs sure. is they need to be, they need to be sexually mature, which takes longer, and then they need to be in the same environment for. Well, I don't know. I'm gonna say I hope two years because my Lucans are together right now. But yeah, <laughs> uh, I've heard some people say that about chondros though, like female chondros. If you move them into another setup and they're you know of age, that they need like a year to come around. But I kind of that seems like a bit of a stretch to me. It depends on the animal, depends on the species, and it depends because I think sometimes they they have to cycle to the room. Uh, mm-hmm. Now, I, I'm hoping I'm a little lucky because my room here is pretty similar to the way my room was at my when I lived at my dad's house, um, temperature-wise and, and humidity-wise. Mm-hmm. Like it's it's been, I was actually kind of happy with that. It's it's doing similar things. Mm-hmm. But, uh, <clears throat> yeah, you know, it's tough. And the other problem is something like Malukins, it's not like carpets where you know the season. You know, like, I know, like, I know, it's funny, Keith McPeak was talking the other day about uh, how all the species in his room, like, he can look at and just know, like, what to do for the breeding season, except right. for one, which is the bolines, obviously, like, mm. the one that you overthink. And I was like, man, I, I told him, I said, that's just like me, like, my jungles in my room. Like I, I know what to do and exactly when to do it and mm-hmm. what every little thing means, but man, the Malukans, <laughs> it, I overthink everything. Yeah, I second guess everything. Um, I've been making some changes, which sometimes isn't the best move. But uh, like I said, this they they would be in the house for going on three years now, mm-hmm. so I'm hoping that they're starting to get settled into the cycle of things for sure uh, i remember a discussion ryan young i think ryan young was on a podcast where he was talking about he could literally see one of his white lips the cycle uh adjusting itself to the room and the rest of the animals over time like it was mm-hmm. you know maybe it was like four months early one year and then you know a couple of years down the line it, it's he saw it slowly moving in tune with the rest of things right so whether or not that has to do with scrubs, I don't know at this point. <laughs> yeah, that's that's a, I feel like that's a, a big part of the game though is is trial and error, especially with these species that there's not a lot of info out there on. You know, you got to try different things every year and just just see which one works and see when they tick and you know take down notes of literally everything you can think of to that could play an effect. You know, how long have you been in your house? What are the temperatures in your house? Are they consistent year after year? You know, et cetera, et cetera. Yeah, it's it's tough. There's there's a million factors. Um, it's funny. Last year, I, I've made some changes. Like last year, I did a lot more cold drops. Like I would take them into the into that plastic tote downstairs and put them at sixty degrees for like three hours, mm-hmm. and then bring them upstairs, put them in her cage, um, which was but I I did not drop as cold as I did last year this year. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I, I don't believe they're going to need it as cold. I think the high temp is where it matters. So, like, don't keep them too hot. Right. Uh, and so the other thing I adjusted this year, and 
actually your podcast with uh, who the fuck was it that was talking about the food cycles? Was it Harlan? Harlan, yeah. yeah. Harlan. That podcast and going back and looking at some conversations I had with uh, Chad and I looked at another, oh, uh, the dude up in uh, Canada who bred Malukins a couple times. I, I think food might actually be more in play than I thought. So last year I did basically like you would do, like I've done jungles. Right. Um, I don't food cycle my jungles too often, uh, but I have done it where I'll throw a meal at the right time and help an ovulation happen. Mm-hmm. But I, I've had it easier. I find the jungles easy enough that I can tweak them like that. So, but I, I last year I stopped feeding Octo- end of October. I did no feeding until probably late February mm. and then I started feeding her this year. I've thrown a couple meals at her over the winter trying to still keep food. And then mm. I think pretty soon I'm going to pop the food cycle back up a little bit. Yeah. Right. Right. Um, so the other problem is like, I, I think it would be beneficial if I could keep them together all year, mm-hmm. but fuck that. <laughs> so the, the weird thing about Lukens it, it's, and, and here's why it's, it's pretty neat. So, during the summer, they're they're psycho food addicts, man. They love food, and like mm-hmm. you open the cage, and they're like, "Oh, food time!" Yep. So come breeding season, you shut down the food and you pair them up, and like it's it's kind of weird. Like their trigger goes completely off once they they're not eating. Mm-hmm. They'll still eat, but like if I'm not feeding them and they're paired up, there's no response. I can open the door, I can put my hand in there. There's no food response. Mm-hmm. So this year, um when I fed her a couple times, like that food response is turned back on as soon as she has one meal. Right. And the problem is that, you know, the four days later, the five days later, I go to put him back with her. She's on. Mm-hmm. So I have to tap her with the hook a lot and read her body language and be very careful how I introduce them. Mm-hmm. So like as much as I'd love to keep them together, like I don't want to fucking deal with that that much because like when they're on, it's so they're so on like it's yeah, just too sketchy so for me. The green trees. I feel, I feel like feeding made that mistake. I, I and I told you not to do it. <laughs> yeah, I, I feel like I've always been an advocate of you know saying uh, feeding feeding animal two animals in one cage is can, well, i'm talking about introducing them. introducing yeah I, I get that too but like do it during the day but trying night, to trying to feed animal two animals in a cage i can see how that doesn't get, work that can get messy real oh quick. i won't even do that it no doesn't work. I absolutely i absolutely won't no I'm telling yeah, you. i won't do that but the problem is with the malukins like i said if you feed so i'll feed her one meal I can separate them for four days, and that yeah, one yeah. meal turned her back on so much that four days later, when I open that door, she's in she's in feed mode. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I know what you mean. So then you go to put him in, and she's like on. She's ready to go. Yeah. Been so there. Last, last year, last year when I did so, last year all winter was nice. There was no food response. Like I, I did. So, oh, the other thing I changed this year was I wanted to do as much as little stress on her as possible. Mm-hmm. So I've really haven't fucked with them. I've left them together much more. Uh, I've only separated him the couple times I fed her. And so last year what I did was was more like, I don't know, carpets or, I don't know. I've done it with my carpets where you, you separate them more, mm-hmm. like few days on, few days separate. Right. And so this year I was like, you know what, I'm just going to leave them together more, stress, keep her way less stressed. Um, so last, last year I was – intro introducing and separating introducing separating 
And then I started feeding her weekly in spring, real small meals. And dude, I still like tried to fucking introduce him for a while after that. And it got real sketchy because she mm. was like super turned on to food. And right. it's like, uh, I, I really want to keep them together all year because I would like to see what her cycle would do. But yeah, I can't. <laughs> I yeah, just can't. It's too risky. I don't give a fuck that much. That's Yeah, that's, that's a little too risky, I would say. You know, that's. Definitely, if if she did go, you know, get get a little too into it when you're trying to things, that could get uh, that could get real bloody real fast, and nobody wants that. Fuck no. That's. Like I said I think I'm kind of sort of along the lines of where her cycle might be, mm-hmm. uh, just from behaviors I've seen, and like I said, my wife walk in a room and like, oh fuck, she's huge, and I'm like, ah fuck, I. It's like, happening. I kind of, I kind of thought she looked bigger, but like, and when I say huge, I don't mean ovulation. I just mean right. building. Right. Uh, you know, she'll walk in and just see her like on the perch or something. She's like, she's, she did the other night. And I was like, you son of a bitch. I'm like, here we go. <laughs> she did the same thing last year. Like she walked in, she's like, she's looking so big. And I'm like, oh fuck. Don't like, don't, give you it don't up. want to, uh, you're trying not to jinx this shit. <laughs> yeah. Don't get my hopes up. Yeah. Jeez. Yeah, that's that's basically what I did with the the carpets. I've you know, when I paired them up, I just I put them together and I left them there, you know, for weeks on end until they showed no interest. I pulled the mail for two days, put them back in. Yeah, that's what I do a lot with the carpets. Like yeah. I said, the jungles, like I can read them so well now. Like right. like you said, I'll pair them up if they're not like hanging out together at least. Then yeah, I'll separate them a little right. bit, kind of pay attention to him. Yeah, you just read them more. Green trees exactly. is pair them up until you get babies. Yeah, I mean, I've, and I've done that with jungles where, like I said, if they're if they're hanging out together for the a little bit or most, like I'll just leave them together. If they're hanging out oh, the yeah. whole time, I don't give a fuck. I'll yeah, leave them together for a month. Them. I don't care. Yeah, I had, I think I had two pairs in for about a month and a half straight. You know, there was always they were always together hanging out, so I just kept them kept their water changed and you know didn't mess with them at all until. They separated. Males would go into shed and pull them out, and once they shed out, put them back in. See what happens. Yeah, so. like I'm like right now with my sabus. I'm just leaving them the fuck together because I have no idea with them. I want <laughs> yeah. some of those so bad. Those are so cool, man. Ah. They're cool. Like this is the first year I've actually tried pairing them up, and like I haven't seen anything really. But they're also in tubs, and I haven't. I just I spent too much time looking at the Malukins and wondering about them. Mm-hmm. Um, the Sabus, the, the, I was actually talking to Chris Foley this, earlier today about it, and I was like, dude, because my buddy's trying to breed his anacondas, mm-hmm. and he's having some difficulties, and I said, dude, the Sabu timing is so weird, because like you'll hear people breed them kind of like now, like when most people are breeding stuff, but then there's other, another batch that will breed later than this, and have their babies will be hatching like the end of the year. Mm-hmm. It's, so I'm like, I really don't know what her fucking timing is. Like, she's good. She's eating now. Um, so I'm trying to keep her fed and see. Uh, it's Like I said, I tried palpating her, but I suck at it. <laughs> um, it's funny. Like, I think uh, Will Bird and his partner, when they bred Sabus, like, they told me to, like, do, uh, like, a wet season and stuff and give them heavy misting. Dude, mm. fucking these things hate it. Really? They just, oh, they fucking hate being misted, my Sabus. Those scrubs don't give a fuck. Yeah. Like, I don't miss them heavily at all, ever. But, uh, I so this year I'm, like, trying to go along when there's, like, a snowstorm mist in there. Like, I don't know. I'm just throwing some random things, seeing if there's anything that helps. <laughs> yeah. But, uh, yeah, I, I've heard the Sabus 
are really it's pretty much the same temperature all year but you know they have a heavy wet season and then a heavy hard dry season right fuck dude like you spray these things they freak the fuck out (laughs) (laughs) so i was like this no fuck this this ain't working so yeah well i sure hope that uh, that works out man that'd be really cool if you if you got some savvies what's your experience with the white lips since we had someone request that we (laughs) delve into those White lips suck. No, it's a love to hate. <laughs> it's a love to hate thing. There, I'll tell you right now, and like I hope you guys have a lot of listeners that are the people these days that are seeing. A lot of us get really good pictures of these animals, and they're gorgeous. They're beautiful, but they're not fucking for everybody. They're not for beginners. Like, if you only have a ball python and a boa, don't get one yet. <laughs> what about a vine snake? I had a vine snake a long time ago. The one with the. Uh, the cool eyes, like the straight four like, yeah. eyes. Mm-hmm. Like, oh, I had one of those years ago, Aiden Knowles and all that. That was a, uh, they're neat snakes, man. But, sure. um, a dragon sure, snake. Mine, snake, I guess. Oh, fuck, don't even get me started on that stuff. Sunbeam well, sunbeam are... snakes. <laughs> Dude, what are we even talking <laughs> about now? Species yeah, I don't know what that people about, buy that seem to be hard to keep. No, that's, yeah, that's, uh, I don't know. Like, that's different. Like, sunbeam snakes, not too many people know about. Right. And then uh, the dragon snakes, everybody knows about, but most people are still scared to work with them. But white lips are accessible, and like a few of us have posted enough pictures, and people are, like are freaking out about them the they last two years. They don't sound that enjoyable, if we're being honest. They can be, but well, they, they seem all, like uh, assholes. I have one that's I have one that's completely tame, and it's it's fantastic when they're completely tame like that. It's great, and then I have one that is way more stressable like i don't fuck with her but then chris foley will come over like my buddy dan they'll take her out and like once she's out like she calms down i'm like fuck you guys <laughs> but 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 getting her out is like such a stressor like right. she freaks out when you go to get her out um but i've worked with white lips for like 15 years and um i've never bred them like i i just now have been wanting to, to try but my first one was like the worst mistake ever uh, I had no idea there was such. I had no idea about wild caught snakes and this. Mm-hmm. I, I was, I was green as fuck, and I was like, oh, like everything's a captive born baby, right? Like I had no idea how the world worked. Right. <laughs> so like I walked into my buddy's pet store and I said, oh, I want something different, something nobody has. And he, he looks at the old list back when you know we actually had lists, <laughs> and uh, he's like, oh, there's there's white lip pythons, and I was like, oh, so I go home and I see pictures, and I'm like, fuck yeah. So he called, I order one, he calls me up, and he's like, dude, this thing's fucking huge. I'm like, oh, cool. <laughs> it was like a seven-foot female. Oh, my gosh. Uh, northern. And I, she came home, and she was cold, and that was the last time I ever touched her. So <laughs> Holy shit. She was, once she warmed up, she was batshit crazy. Ready to go. Uh, like, like one of the ones that will strike at the glass all day long and not care and not learn. Yeah. Break its um, face. <laughs> Jeez. To make to that experience, you. so to make that experience even better, I couldn't get this fucking thing to eat. Oh Rats, my gosh! Mice, everything. Small like, children. I get this, yeah, I can get this thing to fucking eat. Cats, whatever. Cats, whatever. <laughs> so I brought it to the pet store. I'm like, dude, I can't get this thing to eat. Like, maybe you guys can try some different shit. And uh, my buddy at the time who worked there, he, he called me up one day. He goes, dude, you're not gonna believe it. I'm like, what? He goes, I walked into the bird room and I like had this epiphany. And he's like, they had some finches, so he tried a finch, and the fucking thing, he's like, dude, it didn't even hit the ground. It that, like, to, he threw it in the cage, and it never hit the ground. Oh my gosh! So, like, I'm like, dude, so you're telling me 
you're telling me I have a white python that only eats birds. He's like, yeah. Bingo. So the Damn. worst thing, I actually got that thing onto rodents. I, I transitioned it, but uh, it was too much for me at the time. I was like, I don't want to fucking deal with this thing anymore. So yeah. I sold it. And uh, the weird thing is, since then, I've never had a white lip be so picky. Like, usually they're really good about rodents. Mm. Uh, is there a, a reason people don't breed those? Like, are those difficult to get to reproduce? Yeah, they're not. They're they're not as difficult as bullines and malukins, but they're not easy. Mm. Uh, you know, again, old they need some time for sexual maturity and uh, getting. There is some pair compatibility, so like you really need your pair to actually be compatible. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, they can be a little difficult to to reproduce. I mean, I think once you have a compatible pair, you have a really good shot at it. Mm-hmm. But uh, I put my two together, and it it appears that at least on the bigger one, I was wrong on the sex. Oh, no. And I'm hoping I was wrong on the sex on the other one, so I have the pair reversed to what I thought. But <laughs> we all make mistakes, and we all uh, are you, know, you are you happen. thinking there are two females or two males? Oh no, I'm thinking the bigger one. So the bigger one, all these years, I thought was female, uh-huh. and the smaller one I thought was male, and I put them together, and they didn't. So the bigger one went after the smaller one exactly how you'd expect a male to go after. Name is Debo. To go after a female, maybe, mm-hmm. but it was it was borderline. It didn't attack the snake. Like I've heard of attacks. Like uh, Owen will tell you. Like I know they've had issues with some of their white lips where those motherfuckers will attack each other. Mm-hmm. Uh, it didn't attack the smaller one. It was just very persistent. Right. So it was very close, borderline a couple times. Whether it was just overeager male or like extremely territorial male but not biting and attacking full on right so honestly that kind of dejected me and i never got around to double checking sexes and all that this this season i was like fuck this i'm like whatever (laughs) (laughs) i uh yeah like i don't know so i think the bigger one's a male Mm. the smaller one i think might be a female but sex in them can be difficult because they'll tense right up and you know I'm actually hoping uh, Benson gets the, the Python test done, and I'll just... We all are. Genetically. Oh, fuck, dude. That's so huge. <laughs> oh, man. That's going to be but a I'm hoping one. he does that this year, and if he does, I'll... Uh, Make I'll my life easy. Tested, and then if he doesn't, I think Chris Foley's going to be up again this year, and he said he'll help me. It's still a pain in the ass. I've got a bunch of sheds yeah. to send to him still. i got to get around to doing yeah. that at some point. It's, it's, it's gonna be such them. a huge thing. Like I plan on, I plan on offering that to like customers, <laughs> even with with jungles. Like, popping baby jungle sucks. Yeah. I usually have a friend come over and help me, and like, it, it's so hard to really. I don't tell like doing difference. it on any of them, honestly. I don't like yeah. doing it on corns. I don't like do, like it's yeah. just, they're small. Any, it doesn't matter what snake it is. If it's a baby, those bones and it's ligaments fragile. are probably still not developed fully. And it's like, no, that's not. so. I fully plan on once he has that offering that to customers for what fifteen dollars extra. Like I'll yeah. fucking gene- genetically guarantee the sex for fifteen dollars. Fuck it. Yeah. Certificate and all. Yeah, that's that's gonna be huge. Right. Honestly, huge. We can send off so. a, the thing of Jake's hair. <laughs> make sure he's actually a boy. Oh my god. Sometimes I wonder. But uh, yeah, no white for. Uh, <laughs> Yeah, you guys are you guys are savage to each other. I can't wait till carbon press. There you go. That's there's my proof. Why are you putting your leg on the table? It's not my leg. 
Yeah, man, white lips are uh, white lips are fun. They can they can be extremely aggressive. And I've heard there's like there's two kinds. There's runners, and yeah. there's biters. Mm-hmm. Like they're either gone when you open the tub and try to get them out, or they're on you and not letting go. I don't know if tub. it's the two kinds. Like I think there'll be both kinds in one. Like they'll do both. It just depends what their mood is. I've never I've never kept them. So yeah. I there was a point in time when I was younger I was like, man, those are really cool. I want some and then it was like finding some that were not imports was almost impossible and I was like, hmm. Yeah, they, no, they really There's are. There's a reason a people, for this. A lot of people don't realize that. Like I see a lot of people on the white lip <laughs> groups and they're like, "Oh, I I'm looking for a white lip and it's like you you have no idea what you're getting yeah, yourself no. into here. Like you have to you have to keep their water uh fresh. Uh hydration is extremely important with them. Uh, you got to keep their enclosures or tub or whatever you keep it and clean because they're they're thin skin and they're uh you know prone to bacterial or fungal mm-hmm. issues and things of that nature dude speaking of skin did you see speaking that picture in the npr chat earlier a couple, did, hour, a couple hours ago no i i have that chat muted honestly. dude <laughs> I don't know what the hell happened with this thing, but there's like what probably like I can't exactly tell how big the snake is, but there's a section of it where its skin is freaking gone. It's peeled. You can see it's peeled. But it's so strange because it's such like, a clean cut. You're shed, like, how does shed. this happen? No, the actual skin is gone on the snake. It, yeah, it it looks like so the the head skin and the neck is still there, and then the rest of the body it looks like like it's being skin. It was skin. Pull it up it and look like, at it. Yeah. It's nuts, Jeez. and it was that, on like a retignation was this a, was post. This a, cap, a captive animal that this happened to? Or? Supposedly, yeah. The suppose I, I forget the exact story, but to me, well, they didn't give us one. They just said we don't know how this happened, but oh, it lo- yeah. literally to, looks to like to someone me, took a scalpel and just sliced off like a couple yeah. inches of skin all yeah. the way around the snake. And it's like, what? How do you not notice that? Read it. Oh, no, what is? Read the post. What does the post dude. say? Dude, help. Okay, guys. Something Read it out loud for the class. Okay, for the class. I'm feeling pretty good, just so everyone knows. Like, <laughs> Help. I'm, this is... My bourbons are kicking in. Help. Okay, guys, I'm freaking out. I've never seen this before, and I don't know what it is. I've had this guy for about three weeks now, and today I got him out to check on him, and this shit happened. I don't know what it is or what to do. I have other snakes and need to know if they can get whatever this is. His skin just fell off. He seems to be constipated near the vent, and it feels like he has broken bones near his tail. It's really hard, so I don't know if it's feces or bones or what. Isn't that weird? Look Dude, at how clean it is, though. Isn't that world? strange? Like, if it was like a tear, it wouldn't look like that. Yeah, it looks like somebody. It looks a... like someone literally surgically just removed yeah. like skin from around a section of the body. It's so strange. I want. I want to go see that. It looks like it's an actual video. Yeah, it looks like, like, in, like a in video. The post, so I'm... I'm curious if the animal's even alive. I, I assume it is. He's picking his head up in this screenshot. Yeah. So I assume it's alive, but because I don't see any blood or anything like that. He's it's just odd, man. Skin. There's a comment about someone's uh, apodora or something like that having something similar happening. I almost feel like I remember that, but I don't know. Uh, it's bizarre. Honestly, I think I feel like there was, I don't know, did the snake go through some chicken wire or something and it fucking... Yeah, like just sliced it off itself because like you said i mean if you look at it like i don't know maybe four or five six inches are mm-hmm. fine and then it, it looks like you said it was cut with a scalpel it's bizarre and it, yeah. it's, very it strange was begun to be skinned 
Yeah, Brandon Wheeler commented, said, I've never seen anything like that. Uh, the guy said his friend was holding it and its skin just started to fall off. Like, Does, like it happen. was falling off in your hand? That's No, that absolutely does not just happen, dude. What the And I posted hell, a man. GIF naturally. That's my response. Obviously. <laughs> That's my contribution to the conversation. Yeah. That's right. I do that a lot and pisses people off, but it's fun. <laughs> I love it. It's so strange. Yep. Dang, that's yeah, that's that's a new one for me. Because at first I was like, "Wow, that's a pretty sweet looking pie," and then I was like, "Oh, wait, wait a second, <laughs> that's, <laughs> yeah, that's, that shouldn't that's be like that. that." That's the first thing I saw. I was like, "Oh, wow, that pie's got a really clean like patch, <laughs> patch." Yeah, like, that's oh, nightmare wait. shit, man. I don't even know, like. I don't even know how to explain it. Yeah, that's uh, unsolved there's more, mysteries. There's, there's more to that story. There has to. Oh, there has to be. Definitely. There it doesn't just happen. No foul play is suspected. My thing is like, even if there, if it was some type of cut, there's zero blood on that thing. It's you so can't clean. See, you, the exactly. Cut is you can't so see. Clean. There's no blood. There's no cuts in the in the skin. But it's oh oh my god, oh god. man, that's. That's insane. Yeah, that's that's weird. Yeah, that's, that's definitely yeah yeah. We have a new segment called "Shit You See in Reptile Groups." <laughs> oh Christ, we know we can't even get into that. <laughs> we can. There's we will. The amount of shit we a lot of us have seen over the years. Fuck yeah, know, man. There's way too much bullshit. Do you does does the Facebook groups make you miss forums like the Morelia Python days and Um well oh I definitely miss the uh the Morelia Python forum days. It's it's weird. So I was listening to uh From the Ground Up with that monitor dude today and he was talking about the the monitor forums which were ten times worse. Like that to me those were the proven grounds in the in the old days. Like that's where you kinda came up and you got you took your bruises and you know, you learned and all that. It was a different. It was a different thing than than Facebook. Um, it's kind of weird. I don't know. Right. But people do things differently now on Facebook. Like everyone thinks if they if they say the same answer, or say they put in their own answer, like people are gonna know them. And it's like, nah. Like if you don't know what you're talking about, just shut the fuck up right. for a while. Just listen. <laughs> like, not everything needs a response. Yeah. yeah like yeah. not everything needs a response. Like. So you're Google experts, man. And, and you can, but Toes. Maybe, instead of answering a question, maybe ask more questions. I don't know. Right. But, uh, yeah, the forums were a different world back then. That's where I got my my education in carpets because I used to watch like Mutton and and Mustafa go at it and you know oh, fucking battles, man, and, and skirmish debates. <laughs> yeah, like really good debates and stuff. And, and right. Back then, like everybody, a lot of a lot more people were on there back then that aren't using Facebook too too often now. But uh I do miss it. Like that was that's where the there was more community there. Like, right. Carpets back then was it was a family. Like I came in at the end of that. Like I, I kept carpets for a long fucking time, but um I didn't find the online community part of it until like eight years ago. Right. Like right around the time I, I missed the first Northeast Carpet Fest and then I went to the second one and I never missed one since. Right. Were you ever in any of the reptile chat rooms, like Reptile Chat or Tampa Bay Exotics back in the day? Those no. Like I, I think I was in. Uh, 
don't know if I really did any of those reptile chats. I did like other forms. I did like the king snake forms oh, and stuff yeah, sometimes. Yeah. Back when that was cool happening. group of people. There's some interesting, interesting randoms that would come in there just to ask oh, yeah. a question and leave, and then they'd light the place on fire and then be like, <laughs> "See ya!" Get everybody all and, riled up and then be like, "Bye." Yeah, good, I'll tell you the good thing about forums is like it's a treasure trove of information. So I, in in my sitting down and and really looking at every piece of evidence from Malukans, I went back and looked at all the Malukan shit there. Mm-hmm. Anything to do with breeding, anything to do with anything. And, uh, like, I found some old comments and stuff that, uh, on their difficulty breeding, like, from Ryan Young mm-hmm. and stuff like that, and I, I'm applying some of that. And he said pretty much what I thought back then. He was like, uh, you know, too much heat and too big. And I said, oh, mm-hmm. that's right in line with what the fuck I'm thinking. And Ryan, right. Ryan's one of the people I respect more than anybody else because he's just so accomplished at python breeding definitely so like that that was that was good to hear about malukins and then uh so another thing that came it's weird because i know of some large females that have produced but at the same time there was a zoo female years ago that they was supposedly pretty small like they didn't even realize Mm -hmm. she was gravid and then she was around eggs wow so i'm like fuck like that's why i've kept my animal smaller and hoping that's a key but We'll see. Yeah. Well, I sure hope that works out for you, man. That'd be really cool to I'd, see some more captive bred Malukins out there. I do that at work sometimes. I get bored, and so I'll just go on MVF and start mm-hmm. digging up old, old stuff and just reading. And so, it's just yeah. a good way to pass the time. I don't know. When you got nothing else to do, it's like, yeah. why not? You, you, get to, you get to sit there and look at old conversations or, like, or like full convos, like, like, I don't know, Facebook, you get too much white noise from other people. Yeah, that don't, everything's you know just I mean? constant. Everything's, like, the latest. And it's yeah, like sometimes I don't like want the latest, sometimes there, I want the oldest. Like, if you are if you have interest in white lip pythons or scrub pythons, the Morelia forums are actually really good for that stuff, too. Uh, even Liasis, because they had sub-forums. So there's some really good discussions about scrub pythons, about white lip pythons. I might have to uh, go. Some of the Liasis stuff. I might have to go check that out. Yeah, like you'll see some old conversations mm-hmm. about these animals from some some heavy hitters that have kept them over the years. For sure, I, I highly recommend checking it out. One species I really want to get back into um, that I, I used to know that I used <laughs> I used to have one. Um, I really want to get in get back into uh, water pythons. That was she regretting I, that I, one, man. Yeah, I really regret. I hated that thing. She, dude, she was so freaking cool. She hated. She wasn't you. that cool. She was so cool, man. She, I feel like the personality of of the the water python I had is similar to that of a, a white lip as far as personality Probably. goes. As far as care, I have no idea. Yeah. But the personality, she was either running or she was coming at me. She was so cool, man. Eventually, she would chill out. But It's like the yeah, python my, equivalent of a racer, man. She's so cool. Gone. She was so she cool, She moved. Man. She moved. That's because you're scared of getting bit, so you're all, you're all hesitant. Like you're all hesitant. You can't. No. You po- whenever thing. you tried to take her out, you hey. would poke at her. Hey. You couldn't poke at her. Yeah, Here's, the go thing. Here's the thing. Here's the thing. You can't handle snakes. It's not that, a whole lot a, of fun when you go to pull out a snake and you know as soon as you open the top, open the hide, it's gonna dart. Yeah. In any direction, you're like, she where's dart. it going? She did she, that first time you showed her to me. You open the hide, and she was like, Choom! she was gone. She's like freaking brown lightning, just. Dude, the Chinese <laughs> the Chinese king rat I had was way worse. 
That thing was a psycho. It was. Well, that's rich. expected, though. That's a yeah. fucking king rat. Like, yeah. that's expected of a colubrid. Yeah, right. He would, when it's he a freaking would, python, he would like, run constantly. <laughs> Pythons shouldn't run like the, the water. And, the and water. white lips, when they want to be, can be like a fucking cobra. Like, you can't keep them on a hook if they don't yeah. want to be. Yeah, that's how she was. If she didn't want to be on yeah. a hook, she, you could forget about it. But she wasn't bad. Once you got her in your hands and you supported her and you got her to calm down, she was fine. Yeah. For the most part. Until she got sick of you, then she wasn't fine again. So, so. do you have any questions about Malukans, Jacob? Because I know you were jonesing. On I, I just wanted to hear about them. Tell us stories know, I think I think they're endeavors. gorgeous animals that uh, definitely need need more attention you know in the hobby um, yeah no i i agree yeah, I, they, I think they should be another holy grail Actually, oh, I don't absolutely because then everybody's gonna it's they've it's, they've been a little bit available there's some wild caught so just for everybody's knowledge like if you're getting or you're trying to get a malukin you're not getting a captive born one no not right now just so yeah. you know like maybe <laughs> next year i don't know even if two of us have so there's only two or three of us trying this year yeah um, in the U.S., like even if we have success, you're probably not going to get one of those captive no. board malukas. Yeah, I was going to ask you how many times have you are had? Are you accepting se- trades for pastel ball pythons? Oh my gosh, nope. I was going to I was going <laughs> to ask you uh, how many times you've had, have you had somebody message you saying put me on the list for babies? Many times. <laughs> yeah, yeah I, every, it, every... it happens a lot, and like I t- I tell them the same thing. Like, look, I don't do lists for anything. Yeah. Um, and like even when I do. If I were gonna let any go, most people are. It not ain't gonna, gonna to be to you. Yeah. It, and most people are. No, it, most people are not gonna want to pay the price that I'm asking. Oh for yeah, it. no, that that too. And like, I would probably want them to go to a few people that are working with them, as as I would hope those few people would make a deal with me to, you know, because it's it's funny. I've had opportunities at other individuals uh-huh. uh, from other you know other scrubs, all uh-huh. wild caught, obviously, and uh, I've turned them away. Just because I don't have a lot of room, mm-hmm. like I have a pair, and I'm trying just to figure them out. And mm-hmm. I know, like, if you have more animals, it would probably be a little easier. You can play around a little bit, but um, you know, a lot of this stuff, I'm very picky on what comes into my reptile room. Mm-hmm. So, like, even with quarantine, et cetera, et cetera, like a lot of the scrub, the wild caught scrubs are are pretty rough sometimes from yeah. some people's collections. I had one locally. Like, dude called me up. He was local. It was female, perfectly sized, where I would like it, had age. But <laughs> just knowing where it was coming from, like, uh Yeah. Like, I don't, and and I don't know. Oh, yeah. Christ. I hear one of my dogs barking upstairs. <laughs> my wife's yelling at him. Yeah, Are you that... from New York originally? Yeah, born and raised. Yeah. yeah. The yeah, wild caught is what gave it, gave it away. Wild caught. Wild caught. <laughs> No, I don't have that accent. Dogs are dogs are barking. <laughs> he does not sound like <laughs> that's that. Like, that's Boston, that's, isn't it? Yeah, I don't know. Wild caught. Boston. There's there. I can hear it. My southern ears. Jesus Christ. But uh, <laughs> no, there's... yeah, that's that's exactly why you know I'm you know as far as going forward, I only have one scrub cool. python right now, but I'm definitely looking to get more. But uh, I think basically the only person I'm going to get from is David Means and you know Chris. As far as scrubs go, for the yeah, most no, part, they're, at least. they're really good. I yeah. highly recommend them if, if if they'll actually let something go. <laughs> yeah, David. <laughs> but, um, David told me they're my gonna son. run out of space eventually. They don't have a choice. <laughs> yeah, oh, David. David. They, they they get magic. They they just fucking 
find places they to create put all these space. <laughs> yeah. The amount of scrubs they have is ridiculous. I'm just gonna say that. Like, it's because oh, I'm good friends with Chris, and like he tells me, and it's crazy. <laughs> yeah, so, they have so many scrubs. I'm like, that's uh. oh, it's awesome. And yeah. not just it's not just Malukins and Tana bars that are small. They got the big shit. Yeah, they've got all kinds of stuff. Man, the the what was that, that the Kofi the Kofi yeah, that thing is a oh monster. My gosh, it's like a freaking king cobra. Yeah, that yeah, that, that like, Kofi was. More power to them, though. And it's, they're extremely dedicated to oh, yeah. that they're... group of animals. And David, so with, with... I haven't talked to Chris a whole lot, but David's a real top-notch dude. I've spoken to him quite a bit, and like I said, I got my I got my southern. Yeah, yeah, we do. Uh, but yeah, I got my southern from him, and he's he's been an awesome guy. He's been awesome to work with. So... Yeah, they tried to get me to buy a southern off him years ago. At Carpet Fest, the first Scrub Fest, actually, if you will scrub fest <laughs> yeah it was the first time david came to a carpet fest and he brought animals and uh he had a couple baby southerns that they were talking me into but uh at the time i thought they were illegal in new york um, that's technically not true new york technically jesus christ i don't even have that accent i don't know what you're talking about. I don't he, know. yeah I he, just... you definitely don't have that accent you don't have that <laughs> I don't, accent i don't that's know just, what I, I don't know what else southerner, that's talking just, about. everyone assumes we eat barbecue and Eat skull and eat skull. <laughs> you do, <laughs> and everyone assumes that everyone loves Tom Brady up there in New York. So fucking hell, I hate Tom Brady. So you like rooting, Tom Brady? So you're rooting, oh man, you're rooting for the Rams then. No, we don't even go into who I like in football, so it's miserable. Sporting sports have been bad to me for the last few years. <laughs> for, all, for all my, you must be teams. a Green Bay fan, like Boston. Oh, no, 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 go to hell. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> Get out of here! What the hell, man? <laughs> Screw you! I, uh, no, I, I actually I grew up in the days of uh, Steve Young and Jerry Rice, so I'm a 49ers fan. Oh, there you go. But the last few years have just been. Miserable. I was gonna say yeah. before that that ship kind of yeah hit that iceberg yeah so yeah i know right you know, i know fan, riley's but... i know riley's a big 49ers fan yeah but... yeah no there's a few of us uh in the carpet community that are but it's 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 hard you know it's hard to love those guys i'll tell you <laughs> what you all like, need yeah. to realize is that the only sport that matters is hockey oh uh, yeah cool. that's s- says my wife for a long time so. i think <laughs> i'm the only southerner that actually enjoys hockey no, i like hockey i don't watch it religiously but i, I, I like hockey I, I never knew I I never liked hockey until I started dating my wife and she brought me to my first hockey. Dude, game. it's fun. Dude, you got to go to game, a Stingray's game. Dude, we need Stingray to do that sometime. Stingray's games are. We got to hang out dude. with Cool Ray, their mascot. Dude, the picture I posted of you. <laughs> you saw did, me, did, Scott. I look like see, Peter Griffin. Did you see the picture I posted Justin <laughs> on his birthday? I put I put a bunch of pictures. It was of before him I had a beard birthday. and I was like ridiculously uh, fatter than I am now. There's a picture of him, no beard, no nothing, standing with uh, the cool mascot. Standing with the mask on. Whatever, man. The, uh, cool Ray's been my boy since I was a kid. The hockey team. I thought it was fucking hilarious. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> it was you hilarious. You look like Peter Griffin. You do look like Peter Griffin. I do. That's why I'll never shave again. Now you look like Peter Griffin with a beard. Yeah. No, it's, I I never was into hockey until my wife. And yeah. It's, it's, so it's awesome. an awesome time to go to. Yeah, oh, really there's is. so We need to get fun, glass man. seats when we go to. None of that, none of that nosebleed <laughs> crap. I want to be right there. All right. Yeah, we'll go. For sure. Yeah. Uh, well, what what are we, what time what time are we? Half. About an hour and a half. Well, Scott, you got any? You're gonna come watch the Super Bowl with me at work Sunday? You're not. Probably not. You're Maybe. not. I might. No, I'm I'll not. I'll just be by myself. I've, I've got. I have tear in my beer. 
Yeah. I can't get sloppy at your cigar shop. I mean, you so. can if you want to. We got some really nice, comfortable chairs upstairs you can pass Justin's going to be sitting there singing all by myself just <laughs> watching the Super Bowl. Uh, Sadly, I do that already as is. Yeah. Wow. I have that song on my phone. You think I'm kidding. <laughs> is the no, as a drummer, as a drummer, here's the thing. I am thoroughly convinced, and everyone thinks I'm absolutely insane for saying this, but if I, Celine's drummer has the best gig of all time. Celine's drummer? Celine Dion's drummer. You just got to sit in the back and play My Freaking Heart Will Go On and get into it in the dark, and no one can even know it's you, and just freaking get down with the get down and make a bunch of money. You got to play like the easiest songs ever on drums. Well, sure. But the most powerful yeah. songs. Okay. Cool. I'm. I'll do it. <laughs> I don't. If Celine Dion hears this, hit me up. I'll drop you in a heartbeat, bro. So I'm gonna go. <laughs> Yo, what? Tour. I'm gonna go tour with Celine. <laughs> I got say? to. You said you'll drop she, me. She's definitely Damn, listening man. to a podcast talking to Scott Borden about Maluk and Scrub. She I is. Guess. That's definitely what she's doing. Absolutely. <sighs> a boy man, can dream. <laughs> We're gonna have a fun time at Carpet Fest. Oh man, I'm looking forward to it. It's uh... you guys need to come to Northeast so I can get drunk with you because, like I said, we're so me and my wife are we're get, getting there about four on that Saturday because uh-huh. we're flying in at two. Uh huh. Um, and then we're staying up in St. Augustine so because we're gonna go to St. Augustine the next day. So just we gotta camp drive. out and hitchhike back. <laughs> yeah, no, we're gonna drive like an hour, ten minutes back that night to St. Mm-hmm. Augustine so we're, we can hit uh, St. Augustine early in the morning and then. You know, we're going to head south to south southeast Florida uh, the rest right. of the week. St. Augustine's pretty cool. I like St. Augustine. I, I've never been. My wife actually nice. won. My wife won tickets and uh, the croc. Uh, the yeah, the alligator it. farm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, she won the tickets to it and also like the croc ink thing mm-hmm. uh, last year in the last year in the auction. So we're <laughs> we're going to come down for this year and actually nice. use those tickets. That'll be sweet. I man. like St. Augustine because it's like Florida without like. Being Florida, they they've got like a really... they don't have the crazy traffic and stuff that yeah. you know, Jacksonville does and stuff like yeah. that. I mean, it's not as big, but I, I've I've been to Florida several times. What, West Palm Beach is the bomb too. One of my best friends lives in Ocala, Florida, and he's within you know spitting distance of Daytona and and uh, St. Augustine and whatnot. So I've been to St. Augustine a few times, and we went to the beach down there. Did you go their alone one are... weekend? I've gone to Florida alone like two or three times, That's dude. Depressing. No, it's fun. I enjoy it. <laughs> Listen to Celine Dion the whole time you're down there. No, that's just, just like all by yourself, just no. going to St. Augustine for the weekend. Like I'm gonna go. I don't go to St. Like I don't go to St. Augustine for the weekend by myself. I go to go to my buddy's place in Ocala and I hang out with him for the weekend. Uh-oh. I don't know. I, just I don't sit going, by myself I all remember, weekend. <laughs> I, I remember you went to St. Augustine. I was at Saint, just, I was at the beach with my buddy. Yeah, and, his and you girlfriend. were like Snapchatting. It was just you on your tail on like the back of your car, and I'm like. No. Wow. No, we were, I, was with, I was with my buddy, and we were sitting in his truck. I just remember seeing a picture of just your feet and the beach, and I'm like, Jesus, that's depressing. Then you're like, are you going to go to the Alligator Farm? And I was like, shit, yeah. it's here. I forgot. <laughs> and it was already too late for me to go. It's like as you were driving They, they back. were like closing in an hour, and I was like, man, because my buddy was asking me what, what I wanted to do. And I was like, man, I got to think of something. And I Snapchat him like at least you two hours later. At least you didn't show up on a day where they weren't even open. Well, it didn't matter. Like I didn't Daytona. get to go. So shut up. <laughs> shut your shut your shut your freaking mouths, man. <laughs> no, we're not even go, we're not even getting we're not even getting into that. 
we're not going to get into that Saint one. St. Augustine alone, wandering Daytona by ourselves. I didn't go to St. Augustine <laughs> alone. Yes, I wandered Daytona by myself. Sorry I went that to the show a day early. Oh, that was hilarious. God. And no one would... <laughs> No one wanted to help you out and let you in. <laughs> it was sad. <laughs> wow, Justin's, man. Justin's having a hard time over here. He's pulling apart over there. I told you, he's a, hand, he's a handful when he drinks, man. <laughs> I'm not even, I'm just feeling good. I oh, please. You chugged we'll like three week. of those drinks. Yeah, it's going to, yeah, I can't wait for next weekend. It's going to be. <clears throat> it's gonna be a party but yeah i'm definitely planning to come up for northeast um i've already got that in my calendar he <laughs> asked for the time off like a year in advance i don't need the time off dude i told you i can make that trip friday through oh, sunday yeah, I forget. drive up friday Must crash be nice. drive up make friday the pilgrimage make the pilgrimage absolutely house. i'm gonna drive up friday crash somewhere i'll figure that out when i get closer. i would like to with getting this weekend off for carpet fest i was told i asked for too much time off in a six-month period. Nice. Which is funny because I never even took a vacation last year when I could have, and I didn't. Well, I no get, comment. I get paid. Whatever. I get. I get paid vacation at my job, so as well, as I, I don't. I get to make up days. I can go whenever I, don't I want. Work. I can go whenever I want. So, like I said, I get three-day weekends. So my job is also pretty awesome. So, but yeah, I'm planning drive up Friday, Saturday Carpet Fest, drive back Sunday work monday so suicide run man that's all it is uh, yep I've... it's gonna be a very sleepless weekend methinks i don't care bro it's worth it it's northeast yeah, carpet that's, a, fest, that's a very long night northeast carpet fest does it like nobody else it's a very long night into the wee hours so that's gonna be tough for me man because like well, 11 o'clock rolls around i'm like mm, time to go i to mean bed. there is some i mean hey there's some folks that will leave probably around that time all right, right. And I'm, but, uh, I I may end up take time, you, I like, may man. end up using a day and just coming back Monday. That way I'm not stretching it too. What do you mean? Hard. I'm riding with you. We gotta come oh, back it, Monday. We gotta there's come people, back Monday. I gotta there's work. Other people, there's other people with long drives. There's people that I remember last time. I, I think a couple people were like flying out. Like fucking uh, a good friend of ours, Jade. Uh, she's been down. We met her at Carpet Fest, and we've been going to Carpet Fest for years. She like she was like, oh, I have to leave. Like. I'm going to the airport like now, like two in the morning to fly out. Oh, like, that's fucking hardcore. Like good for you. Like, yeah. That's I, the shit I, you got to do. I think I met Jade. I think she was at uh, the Daytona Reptile Expo. Probably she's down. She's down south somewhere, like Georgia. Yeah, I think yeah, 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 yeah. I know exactly who you're talking about. Yeah, I know. I'm, yeah, I know she's her. she's good people. Yeah, she. I, I think she was one of them. She. It was literally like two in the morning. She's like, I gotta leave in like a half hour and go to the airport. <laughs> <It's> fucking <laughs> awesome. Jeez. I was like, that's awesome. Yeah, so man, that's, that's the hardcore. kind of dedication you're gonna need here. You guys yeah, gotta come up. I'm definitely, uh, definitely planning it. My vehicle is capable already. of making the drive. Because and... not, not only that, because you're gonna have three podcasts in one, one spot for the first time. I think because uh, from the ground up should be there. Oh, jeez. Uh, did they make a decision Dude. on if they were coming or not? Because they were. No, still, I'm talking about still... Northeast. They better be. In oh, northeast, oh, oh yeah, I was northeast. gonna say because like they were still, they were wanting to. But... Dude, yeah, North, northeast. northeast. They're North... in Pennsylvania, so they should be in Northeast. Dude, we need to. We can we, have a cornhole tournament we, or something. We need to have the podcast and we can games. Lose. We need to have a, the podcast games, man. It'd be yeah, THB be... versus the ground up versus NPR. Voice. So you guys are gonna have to definitely come now. Oh, dude, absolutely. Yeah. I'm gonna try and make that one. Dude, you better. I'm going. I'm going. I, I've already made up my mind. Yeah, no, Jacob's going. Justin, you got to man up here and get your hey, get up there. It's you know, <laughs> I want to, but 
No, I've already. Mm, I've already. Depends on what the old, old boss says. Yeah, I hear you. I've I'm, been there. I've already. I'm, I'm not there anymore, but I've been there. I know what you're talking about. I was gonna try. Sometimes things. I feel like Dobby and Harry Potter. <laughs> I was gonna try and make a Southwest Carpet Fest, but with the trip to the Dominican Republic came up, I, I wasn't gonna be able to afford plane tickets to go all the way there. Yeah, no, so. I, I'd like to go to one of the other Carpet Fest at some point, but not this year. I mean, we're going to Southeast, Northeast is every year, and then. Yeah. I'm not sure where me and my wife are going to go away this year yet. We haven't decided, but right. we usually go somewhere every year and try to do some beach and some animal-related stuff. For sure. All righty. Well, I think this. I think that with that, this is that productive. That about wraps up this episode. Scott, we re- really appreciate you coming on, man. That was a. Oh, I appreciate it, fellas. Yeah, it's, was, it's been been a blast. Yeah, that was a fun episode. It's super cool. Happy to have you on. We've meaning to get you on about talking a about year. stuff. Yeah, this whole year we talked about having you on. So nice. Finally did it. Finally got you. We'll definitely have you on again sometime in the future. Yeah, man. Sure. sure. I love doing podcasts. I'm doing. A, apparently, I'm doing another one Sunday with the UK boys. Oh, there you go. Oh, nice. nice, man. I See saw the go. video they posted about they were uh, they were like uh, lifting carpet pythons and chugging beers. Those, yeah, those guys are funny. Oh, like, one of them hit me up the other day, and he's like, hey, do you want to come on? I was like, sure. sure. Like, we usually do it Thursday nights, but like the time difference was never going to work for a weeknight. So he's like, well, are you free this Sunday? I said, yeah, fuck it. I'll do it Sunday. Yeah, yeah what time nice. are you having to do that? Uh, 3 p.m. here. It's like 8 o'clock there at night. Wow. Nice. Okay. <laughs> so it works out. That's why it wouldn't work out during the week because I get home. I was like, I told him, I said, dude, best case here is is i get home at 5 p.m so like it'd be 10 o'clock there i was like that's, yeah. that's pretty late for you guys so right we're gonna do it on sunday for sure man that's gonna be awesome yeah well, that should be that should be different yeah for sure for sure all right scott well we will see you february 9th in florida i'll be there yes all right man take it easy and uh we'll catch you next week all right guys have a good night all right brother later bye later Alcohol's a time machine. <laughs> Another episode in the Where books. did this hour 41 go? That was a that did not feel like that long. No, it didn't. That was a fun episode. <clears throat> I, I enjoyed that. Uh, Me too. Scott Borden. Oh, we forgot to tell where he. Oh, no. Where okay. we find, no, don't right. call him no, back. Don't gonna, call him we're back, gonna, dude. We're going to. We're going to. We're doing this. Oh, my gosh, dude. Leave him alone. Nope. Dude. Nope. Oh, yep. He's calling him back. Stand by. Please hold. Hola. Scott, buddy. What's up? We forgot to ask where people can find you. Oh, let's see. Uh, YouTube, Instagram, Facebook, all that good stuff. All that good stuff. All of Facebook. it. Yeah, I'm on Facebook. Uh, Instagram is, is where you see most of my picture content these days. That's uh, nyherp underscore revolution. Uh, you can read my blogs on medium.com. Just search my name. Uh, and then my blogs will come up. And uh, YouTube is uh, Reptile Revolution Project. Awesome. Well, I think that's everything. We got some. We got some other stuff coming out, but we just haven't announced it yet. But yeah, yeah I think right now it's uh, that covers it all. all cool. Right. Yeah, I just thought about it as we hung up. I was like, oh, we didn't. And I was get like, I'm calling him back. Calling him back. <laughs> Bring yeah, him back. I, it's no worries, fellas. I'm not. I'm not too worried about it. People, awesome. People want to find me, they'll find me. Awesome. All right, man. Well, we appreciate it once again. Really, really gone this time.
<laughs> okay. Bye. All right, All right, man. Have a good night. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Later, fellas. Bye. Night. Oh, All right. Man. Episode awesome. twenty-six. That was a great episode. Uh, Scott Borden, everybody. He's awesome guy. Working with some cool stuff. Super chill. Um, that was that was a fun episode. I'm I, I, I really enjoyed question. it. You're gonna ask me a question. Be honest. Be honest. Do you like it more when I don't drink? <laughs> no, drunk he's kind of fun. I'm not even drunk. You're kind of an ass. I'm like tipsy. I'm a little, little buzzed, Dude, but I'm not like full the, bore. There's a clear change in, oh, in obviously. you. When, do you, when do you drink a little bit? It doesn't take much, though. I mean, I doesn't drink. It doesn't take I much. mean, when I was filling up bourbon, dude. It was I mean, like, yeah, you had you had. It was up to like here. You. It wasn't like a you know down I here. It was like you. a third of this glass yeah. three times. So that's a whole glass. In mathematical terms. Well, you're also 372 pounds. So. I'm not 372 <laughs> pounds, you dick. Ah, <laughs> oh, got him. <laughs> You're thin and weak. Thin and weak. I'm scrappy. You better watch out. You look like you have paint from a paper bag under a bridge. Ah, that you've used that one before. I don't think I have. It's old. I think I swept it out. Swapped, I swapped out the drug on that one. <laughs> no, that was old. We still, have, dude. We have to do a boxing match. Remember? They challenged us. You bro. die. The, the people want it. I'd murder boxing you. Boxing match. You they might wouldn't. be faster, but if I catch you, if you catch me, that's a big if, buddy. I'll hit you so many times. You, you I mean, if you me. run away from me, then yeah, you're going to no. win because nah. I'm not catching you. Nah, 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 bob, bob and weave. Bob and weave. Bob and weave. Wah, wah, wah. Oh, you're going to be, oh, you're going to be hurting. Don't take two right to the face before you can even blink. Pop, pop. I realize I have a green belt, right? Green belt. Legitimately, That's I cute. did karate for like three years. It's cute. My brother's Ukrainian. Okay. And he beat me up a lot. <laughs> I was just saying, what I had, is that? I had to learn anything. how to defend myself. <laughs> hmm. He's crazy. Wow. Dude, stop breathing into the mic. I did not. I can't. All I hear, it. all I hear, is like the slight whistle. <laughs> 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 all I hear is a whistle through your nose. All right, <laughs> through the whole hour forty-five. Episode. All right, all right, episode all right. twenty-six.